0: Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. Discover DEP is now available for subscription on iTunes and Google Play, so please sign up so you'll have the latest information on every upcoming edition of Discover DEP. We're delighted to have with us today Mark Syrak, who is coordinating Spirit of the Jersey's State History Fair, the 12th annual State History Fair here in New Jersey. Mark is here to tell us about the fair, some of the things that will be available, Mark, we're so glad to have you with us today. Thanks. Thank you, Bob. I'm glad
1: to be here. I hope to encourage a lot of people to come out and enjoy New Jersey's history all in one day at one place.
0: Tell us a little bit about where the, where the fair is taking place this year, what time and uh, date it is, and what visitors to the fair can expect to find.
1: This year's State History Fair will be at Monmouth Battlefield State Park in Manalapan, New Jersey. Uh, this will be the second year that we're having it there. Previous to that, we've had it at Washington Crossing State Park for many years, uh, trying to move it around a little bit so we can get some more visitors. It will be 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on May 14th. Uh, It's a great day to come out, and uh, there's a lot to do throughout the fair for all those hours. Many people will come thinking they're only going to spend an hour or two and end up spending the entire time and saying, why are you shutting down?
0: I think that uh, we don't often appreciate the full breadth of history of our state. Uh, We've got so much history that has taken place here in New Jersey, everything from being known as the crossroads of the revolution because more battles of the revolution were fought in New Jersey than in any other state, Uh, the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution. So many things happened in New Jersey that have had an impact on the world. What are some of the things that will be featured at the History Fair this year?
1: I totally agree with you, first off, that uh, New Jersey really has had a huge impact on world history uh, through all the things that you mentioned. For instance, the Industrial Revolution and uh, industry in itself. Um, We're going to have Emily Roebling coming this year, who is the wife of Washington Roebling, who built the Brooklyn Bridge. And uh, she will be doing a about a half-hour uh, discussion twice during the day, talking about what she actually did Uh, she basically became the foreman or the um, person in charge of building the bridge when Washington was succumbed to bends. He had gone down to check the footings. And when he came back up, he had the bends and basically was incapacitated. And she took over as the engineer for the bridge to complete it. So that's just one aspect that we'll be having there, both women's history as well as industrial history. The revolution, of course, is huge in our state. Uh, Although you often hear other states getting a lot of credit, General Washington was here in our state for two-thirds of the war, and we have many, many historic sites that relate to that, uh, both state as well as local. And all of those will be coming together at the State History Fair, because this isn't just for state sites, although that's how it started out, celebrating 100 years of New Jersey's state historic sites, New Jersey actually administering them. However, we expanded that to, we really wanted to bring in the entire history community, So we have everyone coming out throughout local and state doing so. So as I say, with the Revolution, we have Washington Crossing State Park, obviously, uh, Monmouth Battlefield. We have Hancock House. Those are all state sites. But we also have the old barracks will be there uh, and several um, other local Revolutionary War sites.
0: Is uh, is the History Fair really a more passive event where people watch things and look at exhibits, or are there there activities that folks can participate in when they're at the fair? It's
1: absolutely not passive. We have over 175 different exhibitors, which range from local historical societies that may just have a couple of brochures and things and and talking to you, but the bulk of the fair is very engaging, very hands-on. We've been lucky enough to have how Living History Farm come for many many years uh, and they will bring usually a chicken that you can feed and and you can uh, shell corn and then of course the big hit is uh, they bring a couple of their plow horses and a plow and anybody that wants to can plow a furrow which is one of the most intriguing and exciting events for many of the visitors that get that picture of them actually going down that furrow Mm -hmm. so that's a that's a huge thing but we also have monmouth county parks will be there doing sheep shearing
0: um Civil War, too. We have uh, history from New Jersey in the Civil War as well. Will will there be folks there talking about that? Yes. We
1: have reenactors from all time periods. Civil War, we do have uh, the 14th New Jersey will be there, Company H. They will actually be the honor guard for the Lincoln Coffin because we're very excited to have a reproduction of the Lincoln Coffin at the fair this year. So you'll be able to walk past it. Silver studded handles wrapped in a black cloth. It's going to be very exciting to see. Uh, as I said, 14th New Jersey will be doing the honor guard for that. So we'll also have a case on there, which it would have been carried on. We also have several other units. From all the different wars? Yeah, from all the different wars. We have uh, artillery as well as infantry. The 1st New Jersey Company A artillery, Civil War artillery, will be doing some firing throughout the day. All of the infantry also will have some programming throughout the day. We break up the fair basically into time periods. It's like a timeline. As you leave the parking lot, you'll be entering into... The 17th and 18th century, so you'll pass the Lenny Lenape exhibit where we usually have them. They're doing shad in most cases at past history fairs. We also have nine pin bowling often going on as you're moving in through the 17th into the 18th century. Then you'll move further along the timeline, you'll get to the games area, the 18th and 19th century games area, which is run by our uh, historic sites person from Boxwood Hall. And you can play marbles, you can play uh, hoops, you can play graces. So there's a nice location there that everything's kind of together. Many other groups throughout the fair will also have different colonial crafts and games that you can do. This year, uh, exciting to me at least, (laughs) is that we're going to have a colonial brewer who's going to actually show how to uh, brew some beer from the time. Unfortunately, you're not allowed to drink it, (laughs) but it is a a very neat process of how they would do it all by hand, essentially. So that's going to be very fun as well.
0: So people who are fans of craft breweries will get to see a very early craft brewing process.
1: Absolutely. As well as the brewery, we also have fire engines that always get to people very excited. They are from the New Jersey Fire Museum, and they will be having large, old-time fire engines that you can walk around. And usually they will also have some water available that they will have a pump. One of the trucks will pump, and the kids can put out fires in one of those fake houses. That is by far one of the most popular events for the kids. The kids will go back and back. I have five kids of my own, and we probably, uh, my wife has to take them back about three or four times throughout the day just to do that. So that's very, very popular. So it
0: sounds like there are things for people of all ages, young children all the way up to adults and history aficionados of every age.
1: Very true. We, we cover all ages. We do believe that the history of New Jersey should be presented to everybody in a way that they can enjoy it. And that's really the goal of the fair. One of the goals There's really three purposes of the fair. One of them is to really take everybody to have a good time and enjoy history. It's not a dry thing to go and do and just walk through a house where you have someone that just talks at you. Come out enjoy it get involved in it that's a huge goal of the, this fair make f- history fun particularly for the younger kids so that hopefully they come up and uh, enjoy it and then we'll continue on the study of history for their children in the future so that's a huge purpose of the fair the main purpose it, it actually that it was originally started in 2004 was to celebrate the 100 years of new jersey state historic sites and showing that New Jersey has always prided ourselves on taking care of the history that we have in this state. Then the secondary concept was to make sure that everybody's having fun. And then the third concept is that it gets all of these different history groups, as I said, over 175 this year, and we've had over 200 in the past, to get together and enjoy each other's company because we don't really get to see each other because we all work the same days a lot of times on the weekends when everybody else can come visit us. We're all working. So we don't really get to see each other that much. And it, it helps with networking. You can uh, talk to each other and get some ideas, some fresh ideas from other people. So the History Fair is—it covers so many aspects of both the history community and the community in general.
0: Mark, I understand one of the interesting activities that will be taking place is reenactment of a 19th century baseball game. New Jersey, of course, was the home of the first organized baseball game. Now the baseball season is underway, and we're going to be seeing how it's played in the 19th century. What's going to take place with this particular 19th century baseball game?
1: Well, there's going to be a three-team round-robin, including the Flemington Shannicks, the Hoboken Nine, and the Monmouth Furnace Baseball Club, and they will be utilizing rules from the 19th century. they 1864 to 1873. They'll be playing under those rules. They'll be in uniforms that are reminiscent of that time period and playing the game in that same manner, such as sometimes the pitch can actually bounce before it gets to the plate. Other options that are different are that it's still an out even if they catch it after it bounces on one. More- one bounce. It has to be one bounce. Two bounces, you got a single. One bounce, you can still catch it and they'll be out. There generally are no gloves. In the later rules, they, I think, did have some gloves, but the 1864s, there definitely are no gloves. It's a little bit deader ball than what we deal with today
0: as well. Well, that'll be interesting, particularly for baseball fans, to see how the sport has evolved over the past 150 or more years. Holding it at Monmouth Battlefield this year, again, what's the significance of the Monmouth Battlefield injury?
1: Monmouth Battlefield commemorates, obviously, the the Battle of Monmouth, which occurred on June 28, 1778. Great victory for General Washington. After wintering at Valley Forge, the army had been trained in the proper concepts by General von Steuben, how to properly fight in standard European-style warfare. He made it a little bit easier, the commands and such, for the American army. And then they will engage the British at the Battle of Monmouth. During the winter of Valley Forge, the French had actually come in and signed a treaty of alliance with the Americans. The British then have now gotten themselves into a world war. Anywhere that there are colonies that are French and English next to each other is now a possibility of a flashpoint. So the British decide that they can't hold two large cities in the north, uh, being New York City and Philadelphia. So General Clinton will retreat essentially from Philadelphia, uh, decides to take the overland route through New Jersey, uh, and General Washington decides that he's going to try and cut off that retreat, and that's how the Battle of Monmouth actually occurs. It's the longest battle of the war. It starts before daybreak and ends after nightfall. And as I said, it's the first time the Americans are truly able to fight in the European style and stand up to the British. At the end of the day, the British will decide to pull back and continue their retreat to New York, and General Washington can claim a victory, because in the 18th century, if you hold the field at the end of the day, generally you are considered the victor.
0: So Washington has some pretty good luck in New Jersey between the Battle of Monmouth, Battle of Trenton, Battle of Princeton. Some of these most historic events of the Revolution took place here in New Jersey. Yes. Fascinating. Any new attractions this year that people will not have seen in previous history fairs.
1: Yes, actually the Lincoln Coffin I mentioned that goes around and is on display only at certain places at certain times. So it actually took us about two to three years to get on the schedule so that we could have that. So that is a, a, a huge new attraction that we hope people will come out and see. I also mentioned that uh, we have the Colonial Brewer this year. So that's another new attraction. We also, for the first time, will have Chicken Bone Beach Society, the African-American beach that was located in Atlantic City. And they're going to be discussing the black heritage of that, as well as the introduction of jazz, the truly original American art form that was also played there quite often. So that's another new thing.
0: So even if people have been there for the past few years, this year there's going to be plenty more for them to see. And of course, I'm sure every organization organizes their own exhibits and their own activities a little differently from year to year. So it's something that people can come and enjoy every single year and not have to worry about having a repeat each year.
1: Absolutely. Very very few, actually, I think, of the groups do a absolute standard repeat. They usually change things up. That's exactly right.
0: Well, it sounds like a great day. Rain or shine?
1: It is a rain or shine event, yes. yes. And
0: tell us again uh, the dates and the, the date, rather, and the time.
1: It's at Monmouth Battlefield State Park, Saturday, May 14th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And for more information, you can go to www.njhistoryfair.org. Board. And that will have our whole list of everybody that is coming, all of our exhibitors. It will have a special features page highlighting even more features that I have not mentioned, such as the Antique Auto Show that will also be there. We are lucky enough, Lankton Speedway is bringing in a couple of race cars. Mid-Jersey Antique Club, as well as the New Jersey region of the Antique Car Automobile Club of America, will also have a, a display. And it's not just your standard car show where you're going to just have cars and they sit there, but they have all worked very hard to create the history of automobiles in New Jersey. It was a fantastic display that they had that last year. They're expanding it a little bit, and they, we actually call it the song of the open road after Walt Whitman's discussion.
0: Well, it sounds like the place to be in New Jersey on Saturday, May 14th, is definitely at Spirit of the Jersey State History Fair at Monmouth Battlefield. Again, that's Saturday, May 14th, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sounds like a great time. Can't wait to be there myself, and I'm sure everyone there will have a great time, and while having a great time, learn a lot about the fascinating and rich history of our state, history that has had an impact on the nation and the world uh, going back over several centuries. So I want to thank Mark Syrak for being with us today to tell us about the upcoming State History Fair. Look forward to seeing everyone there. Mark, thanks so much for being with us. And I want to remind everyone again that you can now download Discover DEP and subscribe to future editions on both iTunes and Google Play. Mark, thanks for being here. We'll look forward to seeing you at the History Fair on May 14th. Thank you. Hope to see you there as well. You bet. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at Enjoy the rest of your day.